Welcome to the Mix Mix Podcast. I'm Viet Ha. And I'm Masami Ha. It's good to have you back, Masami. It's been a little bit since you've been here. What <laughs> it's good to be you... back. I don't even know what to do anymore. <laughs> what took you so long? Where were you? What happened? I'm busy lady. So busy. Helping the peoples. Yeah, I got stuff to do. Work to get done. <laughs> okay, well, Masami... Because you were gone and everybody was stuck with me, we lost heckin' viewers. Just kidding. <laughs> you probably gained viewers. They're like, ah, finally. It can be fun here. So, Misami, do you know what we're talking about today? No, what are we talking about today? Well, well, the way we're filming this, or filming. Filming. <laughs> yeah. The way we're filming it, <laughs> the way we're recording this, um, it should be out the week of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of thought it'd be cool to just talk about the aspects of gratitude and thankfulness um, with and like, yeah, anyways, the impacts of that and stuff like that. Yeah, good um, takeaways for Thanksgiving. Yeah, but for right now, let's scratch that and let's go to our would you rather. All right, hit me with it. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. You're absolutely ready. Gobble, gobble. Am I, am I supposed to respond to that? <laughs> Are you ready? Gobble, gobble. Okay. Um, okay. Would you rather eat an entire 10-pound turkey by yourself, solo dolo, one sitting, there you go, or eat turkey for every meal for the rest of that month? Well, is it just what I would rather do or what I'm capable of doing? Because I definitely can't eat a 10-pound turkey. So even if I, like, if I had to finish that whole thing, I'd be sitting there for the whole month anyway. (laughs) Like, you're, like, sitting there and it's, like, just hella time. You're just, like, (laughs) literally just sitting there for a couple days just eating that thing. Also, like, (laughs) this is, like, kind of, like, dumb, but it really reminded me of, like, Say I, I weigh about 100 pounds, just like hypothetically. That's 10% of my body weight is turkey. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. I'll just eat it throughout the month. I'm cool with that. I don't want to be 10% turkey. <laughs> if you think about it though, right? 10 pounds of turkey in one sitting, that's a lot. Yeah. But the amount you would probably eat throughout the month if you ate it for every meal would probably be more than the 10 pounds of turkey. I don't think so. You don't think so? No. I th- I know for a fact it'd be like... Well, you eat I would, a lot. I, I eat a lot of meat, first of all. Okay. <laughs> like, you call me... Fa- you saying something right there? <laughs> no, you just have a healthy appetite. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What are you talking about? I'm yeah, a fatty, what, I guess. What about you? Would you rather eat 10 pounds all at once or eat it throughout a month? She'd think I'm a fatty. <laughs> you always say that. <laughs> um... No, I'd, I'd probably eat it all at once. I, I couldn't, I, um, the idea of eating, like, cold-cut turkeys, like, turkey for, like, every meal for a month, like, um. Healthy? Easy meal prep? <laughs> it would be easy meal prep, and it'd be convenient, and, like, eating the same meal over and over again is not something I'm not accustomed to, right? Um, I do that. So what's your problem? I don't like turkey that much. Um, I mean, it's not like, it's not like I hate it or anything, but like, it's not like it goes like beef for me, chicken, and then like turkey is like after pork for me, probably. 
And so Gross. turkey, I'm like, it's like, it's nothing like, so it's not so good that I'd want to eat it for an entire month. Well, yeah. I mean, I think the hypothetical is a contingent on you wanting to eat it for the entire month, but like, do you really think you could sit down and just eat 10 pounds of turkey in one meal? That's a good question. That's gross. I guess we'll just find out this Thanksgiving when I eat 10 pounds of turkey. Just kidding. All the turkey we buy. (laughs) Save some for the rest of my No. I gotta do this for the pod. (laughs) You just eat all of the turkey. (laughs) I mean, clearly the most responsible and reasonable answer would be to eat the turkey every day. Um, and have meals prepped and stuff. But I'm going to pick the other one still. You're like, but I'm not a reasonable man. <laughs> I'm not reasonable in this way, okay? I'd li- I want to feel gluttonous <laughs> this one oh. time. I'm like, oh, yeah. Ten- that's just, that's so much turkey. That makes me feel, like, gross just thinking about eating 10 pounds yeah. of turkey. I don't like cold cuts. I feel like if I had to eat turkey every day, it would t- it'd be cold cuts, and I just, I would not. Well, you could get creative with it. You could, like, make oh. ground turkey tacos. You could make, like, casseroles and shit. I could still do that with this 10 pound of turkey all in one sitting. I could have all it in it. different yeah. ways. Okay, okay. I feel like we're done with this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Masami. So, Thanksgiving, right? Um, I was thinking, I was like, we could look up what American Thanksgiving is kind of, we can look up like where it originates and like things like that, quote, unquote, you know, and then I was kind of thinking about it and I was like, I want to get more to like the root of like what Thanksgiving kind of, kind of means. And so I was thinking like, okay, instead of doing that, like research for where it came from and the origins of it to be honest i feel like that's something that would be really welcome for me just because like my knowledge of thanksgiving is like a super whitewashed history that's i know is incorrect yeah i feel like that too you know like i feel like what what's the common what what's the common like thanksgiving story i mean whatever like the common core curriculum and like u.s education system is like pilgrims came to the united states and the quote-unquote indians which we know is not correct um they were so happy that these white people were here and they helped them even though they like weren't able to grow their own crops and they helped them grow food and then it's like wow we we work together we eat dinner together we're friends even though White people wiped out millions upon millions of Native Americans. Anyway, I digress. Yeah. Whitewashed U.S. history is not correct. I don't know anything about... So, let me let me get this straight. I'm, I'm not... Uh, I like holidays and stuff. I know. Thanksgiving is not um, something I'm, like, super about. You know, like, the whole turkey, the whole... I don't do that, right? Like... Yeah. Last year was the first year in, like, more over a decade that I had turkey again. And I was like, yeah. holy cow. And I'm not, like, trying to avoid turkey or anything. It was just yeah, I feel how like it happened to be. It's not really about, like, the food or the traditions. I think it's more so, like, yeah, we'll I'd like there. to focus we'll on there. the... Cons- okay, okay. We'll I just, like, it's important to just focus on, like, 
the concepts, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the main point of what I wanted to talk about in this podcast. Yeah. Um, I definitely think, like, okay, to my knowledge of what I've heard of Thanksgiving, which is nothing because I, first okay. of all, I'm, I, yeah, like I said, my background, don't really know much, um, even though I live here and, like, everybody celebrates it and everything. Um, to what I know is pilgrims or whatever, like, people came over to America. The natives at the time saw that these pilgrims were, like, having a tough time, like, making food and everything, and the pilgrims, like, were gonna die because it was like about to be fall or it was was about to be winter or whatever and so they were they were dying and they couldn't even hunt or anything you know and so the natives felt really bad for them poor white people we help (laughs) yeah and so they helped them i guess they like showed them farming or gave them food or whatever and like when they all ate together that was like quote unquote the thanksgiving um and like I don't, I don't know how true that story is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, again, that wasn't my main focus. Maybe next year or something we'll, like, look into, like, yeah. a more deeper look onto, like, what Thanksgiving, how it actually originated, which I don't really know if anybody actually knows. Well, I think yeah. there's, like, what you learn in Common Core conservative curriculums is very different from, like, even what they would teach in, like, a higher level education where like they're giving you more access to resources because mm-hmm. like i feel like my entire like learning of history in like k through 12 i got to college and they were like actually scrap that that's garbage here's what happened you know mm-hmm. so i feel like we could definitely do some digging yeah well, well maybe we'll do that next year or something but um i wanted to melt down to just the concepts right like let's say like if you're not from America, or maybe if you are, you know, and you're like, kind of like me, you don't really celebrate it or do whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, the concept, right, it, it boils down to like, Thanksgiving, being grateful for the things that are given to you, you know, like things that are provided from the land or provided from whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and to be grateful for your food and harvest and um, things like that. I guess, like, to my knowledge, that is what I know of as what Thanksgiving is, quote-unquote, American Thanksgiving. Um, is there anything else I'm missing for, like, quote-unquote, the basics of the concept of American Thanksgiving? Yeah, I mean, Thanksgiving, yeah, being grateful, and also I think, like, the collaboration aspect is pretty important, because it's, like, the idea Mm. that we can all come together regardless, and I think that really, like, hits home with, like, how we celebrate Thanksgiving, like, all different parts of your family will, like, come together, have dinner, like, regardless of what differences might exist among the family, you know? Like, there's, like, so many memes about, like, your racist uncle who's here fighting over, like, the dinner table with, but, you know, you all show up, and I think that's important. Hmm. Maybe we'll talk a little bit more about that. That's really cool. So here's what I was thinking is, like, it seems like the the main boiling points are, like, it sounds like collaboration, which I had not thought of, but I really, I, I like that aspect and gratitude, you know, and I kind of want to boil down those concepts, you know, maybe we'll talk a little bit about like how we've seen that in previous Thanksgivings that maybe we've partaken of or participated in or whatever, mm-hmm. and then kind of going into like a deeper meaning, like some other experiences and possibly even like 
um, what we think gratitude means, you know, and just like, this is more of like an open conversation, just like, it's really just a conversation between me and you, and I would like to keep it open enough that like anybody else listening would also like to either ponder it or maybe kind of join our conversation, you know, kind of like, quote unquote, join our conversation. Yeah. Um, I really like that collaboration effort though. So maybe we can start with that. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, yeah, I didn't even, the idea of like a collaborative effort, like everyone, (laughs) I didn't even see that symbolism of like people coming together from like all parts of wherever they're from to like gather together either like prepare certain different i remember so i did used to celebrate thanksgiving with like an extended family Mm -hmm. and i remember the person who who ran it before was my aunt and she like died and so then after that i had not celebrated like thanksgiving thanksgiving but before that right i remember people from like other families and stuff they'd be in charge of like one yeah, personally like, like you handle the side dishes we'll do mm-hmm. the turkey you yeah. bring like the drinks and this kind of stuff like it's kind of cool to like yeah it's like in a joint effort you know yeah it's kind of crazy i the question that kind of came into my mind when you brought that up was like it kind of my thought process was like it seems like a team effort right like some kind of joint collaboration team effort yeah and it kind of makes me think like how can people even if they're in like different circumstances different perspectives everybody still collaborates and comes together to make this like beautiful meal you know Mm -hmm. and it's like like what are the aspects of that that even though people are in from different perspectives and everything but they can still collaborate and make a good outcome does that make sense you know what i'm saying yeah i mean like i mean like with like the happy version of Thanksgiving that we learn in K through 12. It's like, um, sorry, I'm having like a brain fart. <laughs> um, yeah, like everybody, regardless of like what their background was, like they were able to like kind of help each other and like share their perspective. And I think like it like comes down to like a shared humanity almost. And I feel like that's something that exists today as well, just because like, yeah, like regardless of who you're spending with, like you're all just people. And everybody wants to feel like they're part of a family. And it's like prioritizing family over everything else, you know? Mm. Yeah. I think, too, like, there's other aspects of, like, when you're in a team or whatever, you know, you're in this collaborative effort that, like, you're, like, um, like, like, uh, what is it? Dialect, delegate, delegating, delegating mm-hmm. um, people to certain aspects, right? Like, even though... Like, let's say Uncle Jim and you are, I don't know, <laughs> Uncle Bob and you are um, in, in they, you believe different things, right? Uh-huh. But you agree on a couple things like football and food, you know? Yeah. Um, it's kind of like, um, even if you're in like, you have different perspectives, you can both like, maybe Jim, Jim, Jim Bob <laughs> is in charge of like the roles and you're in charge of the cranberry sauce or whatever so like separating too Mm -hmm. you know delegating who's in what area and seeing like if you're like the main person right like like my aunt she used to like delegate the people to do certain things yeah seeing people's strengths like my my 
um, cousins, you know, like he, she would see like my, these cousins are really good at like making rolls or these cousins are really good at like stuffing or whatever, like as like the delegator or like the person who's like kind of like the head, you know, like, yeah, I mean, I think every team is most effective when there's a clear leader. Mm. So interesting. Did you ever see that? Um, or like see kind of like, kind of like a, not a format like that, but like when, um, you saw people prepping dinners or whatever, did you ever see kind of like a dynamic like that where people were separated into certain areas and there was like a distinct leader? Yeah. I mean, like I'm kind of in the same boat as you where like my family pretty much stopped celebrating Thanksgiving and everything once my grandma passed away when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, but up until that point, like she was like very clearly like the glue of the family and she would kind of like get everybody scheduled, be like, okay, we're going to meet at this time. This is where it's going to be. You bring this, you bring this and I'll handle everything else. But I think like the way that it functioned a lot in my family is that like my grandma was really just super into everything. So she would handle most of it, Mm -hmm. but like we would all just kind of show up and like help as needed, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think like that, I kind of like what you said, like help as needed. Like some people are like, when you, I think when you're, like, going into an area and you're, like, maybe you don't have the same perspective as other people, but your heart is ready to help when needed, yeah. ready to help. Like, having people ready to help can make your team move more fluid. Mm-hmm. And um, having a clear leader who, it seems like, at least, like, in your example of Thanksgiving and my example, the leaders are very, they've had experience or they, like, know what they're doing to some extent they're like competent in some extent yeah Hmm. that's interesting (laughs) do you think um what do you think is important like whether it's in like a collaborative effort like for thanksgiving or in general are like important aspects of like being a leader in this regard so what do i think are important aspects of a leader for a collaborative effort is that what you're asking yeah 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 i mean and then specifically like things you might have seen through your grandma or whatever yeah i mean to be honest i feel like there are definitely like clear-cut roles that a leader should like play the part of that i'm not super well versed on but i'm sure there's even research on it Um, This actually kind of makes me think, um, when I first started at my current job, um, my boss, my CEO, um, he had all of us new hires do this activity. It's like the, like, floating stick or the floating bar. I don't know. It's, like, called something. But anyway, like, basically what it is is that you have everybody line up and everybody places two fingers under the stick. um, And then you have to get the stick to the ground. But everybody only has their two fingers on the stick, right? And, like... A weird thing happens where, like, it sounds like it's a very simple, like, okay, you just go down. But the problem is that everybody has to be perfectly in sync for this to work. And so what happens is because you're not perfectly in sync because you're not, like, trusting everybody everybody else around you. And you're not going at the same pace. For some whatever reason, the bar goes up. <laughs> or the stick goes up. The stick floats. <laughs> yeah, it's a floating stick. And so, like, spoiler alert, how this works is, like, through the process. So basically my boss was like, okay. You just have to figure out how to get to the floor without, like, cheating. Like, you have to, like, maintain these rules, but you figure it out. And so we, like, had to communicate all this stuff. And, like, what we ended up finding out is that, like, you need a clear leader to delegate and tell everybody else what to do. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, we're at the count of three. We're going to go down, like, a foot. 
you know? Mm-hmm. Or at the count of three, we're going to, like, start moving down at this pace. And then we got it to ground, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think, like, that really speaks to the fact that, like, regardless of who is the leader, like, there needs to be a clear designated leader that everybody understands is the leader. Because mm-hmm. um, I think that makes a lot of the communication go a lot more smoothly. And I think, like, even in the instance of, like, Thanksgiving dinners, like... If I, if there's no clear leader, then it's like, okay, like four people are going to bring a turkey and that's not going to work because nobody's communicating, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Weird what, tangent. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not a tangent. Um, what do you think qualifies someone to be a good leader for whatever it is? Like in that situation, mm-hmm. right? Like, so like, okay, in the Thanksgiving situation, your grandma's probably the oldest and has the most experience. Sure. So like maybe she's delegated leader for through that. But through that that like game that you played with your boss when he was like, okay, you guys just gotta like yeah. figure it out who who became the leader like how who see that was a very interesting that? situation right because like in that instance it really didn't matter who was the leader who was guiding us as long as we were all together and like it happened in like a weird roundabout way because like in those kinds of situations I tend to rise up and I'm like okay let's try this this and this and like everybody that I was working with, they were a little bit less assertive and they were more like, well, crap, like we need to go back to getting our stuff done, but we have to do this activity before our CEO will let us go do that. So it was kind of stressful. And so like I started by just delegating people to be leaders because I was thinking like, because we had like, I think four or five people, maybe more, maybe like six, we'll say six, right? Mm -hmm. And so I first delegated the two people on the ends who are also the tallest um, Mm -hmm. to to both be leaders. And when that didn't work, Um, and like, as they were like leading, like we were still floating. And so like, we ended up filtering it down and I was just like, Hey, you, you lead. Mm -hmm. And like that worked. But at the same time, like if I was doing the delegating, like was I the leader or was he the leader? Mm -hmm. You know, like it's kind of unclear. And I think at that point, like it doesn't really matter as long as like there is one person that once there are directions being given, everybody's listening, Mm -hmm. you know? So in just like a general concept, as far as like collaboration goes Mm -hmm. and like deciding a leader how do you think a leader should be decided i mean i think it definitely depends on the situation i mean like for like the thanksgiving example like i think there's a lot of factors to take into account you know like Mm -hmm. like you were saying like experience and maybe who's like done those kinds of things before who Mm -hmm. has the most experience like with each party who's involved as part of the team. Because mm-hmm. um, I think, like, there has to be, like, a level of respect and there has to be, like, some kind of an organization, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, if you have, like, your weird uncle's wife, like, fourth wife, mm-hmm. and you're just like, ah, oh, she's going to leave, like, nobody's going to be like, fuck Betty. We don't know her, mm-hmm. you know? Whereas if so it's, like... like, a rapport, too. Yeah, this, like, you have to have, like, a relationship or rapport with this person. Like, there needs to be mutual respect. And also, like, yeah, who's best qualified to lead, yeah like i think that's interesting because it's like so like let's say in a general term right Mm -hmm. so pretty much like if you're competent um at whatever it is right like you're a competent painter you're going to be a leader of painters or whatever like this is just i also think some people are just more suited to being leaders than others and i think that's okay Mm -hmm. and i think like so this is kind of like what i was thinking is like i don't think you have to be like competent in like what you're doing fully I think there needs to be some kind of competency. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, if you're just, (laughs) like, if you've never cooked a Thanksgiving dinner, you should probably not be in charge. Like, maybe you'd be in charge of, like, 
communicating with people or you can be in charge of like a subset of things mm -hmm. but you should not be in charge of the dinner <laughs> mm -hmm. but like because i thought it was interesting because like maybe you're not competent in that but you have a really good rapport being a leader almost seems to have like you have to have like a balance of a lot of things yeah for sure it's like a well-roundedness almost yeah it's like you don't excel in other maybe maybe like you don't excel in like you're not like the best turkey baker you're not the best like this but you have a broader turn a broader knowledge of everything and you know other people you know their skills and stuff and you're like yeah it's like breadth not depth <laughs> have you you've seen the avengers yeah yeah so like you know how like captain america is like the leader quote-unquote he's like so like I don't know. <laughs> if you ever see like people like talk about like the avengers it's like tony stark's like the brains and like um the hulk is like the muscle and like things like that you know and like um they count they they call like captain america like the the leader and it's just interesting to me that they chose that because like everybody is really good everybody would be a really great leader yeah right? sure but like i like the fact that like um captain america almost seems like He's, he's super crazy strong and smart and all this stuff, but, like, compared to everyone else, he's kind of, like, average Joe Schmo, you know? Like, he's he don't got a... He don't turn into a monster. He don't got a suit. That's crazy. Yeah, I feel like he's more, like, down to earth. He's, like, more agreeable. Mm -hmm. And, like, in my mind, like, let's, like, preface this with the fact that, like, I'm not super familiar with, like, the Marvel world and whatnot, but, like, mm -hmm. to me, he's, like, the heart of the team, you know? Yeah. And I feel like for my family, like, my grandma was the heart of the family. And maybe that's what really boils down to like i don't know if we can speak for all leadership maybe we'll have a whole different podcast about leadership that'd be cool but um at least as far as thanksgiving and having heart into good collaborations that we've seen within thanksgiving and possibly within like the marvel universe at least <laughs> we see that heart is possibly one of the biggest characteristics and features of leadership yeah, because I feel like those people are, like, the glue, you know? And I think it's, like, really telling that, like, once, like, both of those people passed away, like, our Thanksgiving just kind of, our Thanksgiving traditions kind of crumbled, mm -hmm. you know? Because, like, there was no longer a clear leader and nobody else was willing to step up and take that spot. Yeah. And I think that changes the dynamic a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dang. Okay, well, we're going to take a break, but when we get back... We're going to talk about the meat and potatoes. Okay, we just, we talked a little bit about the stuffing and the cranberry sauce. But now we're going to get into the turkey and potatoes, a little bit of rolls. We're going to be talking about gratitude and thankfulness right after this. Okay. And we're back. Okay, Misami. Before we start talking about gratitude... You know I gotta ask you to grade something. Okay. <laughs> what are we grading? Gee, I wonder. Thanksgiving. I want you to grade turkey. <sighs> See, this is complicated, you know. Um, I think I've mentioned on the scope of the podcast before, but I was a vegetarian for like, like five years, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so I have like weird feelings about like, animal cruelty part of things and also like it really hurts my heart like how many turkeys die for americans to celebrate thanksgiving is tragic really like i'd be fine eating like tofu tofurkey 
it's tofu turkey, whatever. Um, <laughs> so turkey turkey. I'm going to go with a B minus. A B minus. That's, wow, that's pretty high. You like your turkey? I like turkey, you know, but like really any meat food, you know, I just, I can't get it higher than a B minus, I don't think. Just because like, yeah, it kind of freaks me out eating animals. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, when I don't think too hard about it, I like turkey. Dang. What about you? You monster. Oh, no. You carnivore. You evil demon. Bro, Just you kidding. eat so much freaking meat. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know nothing about the turkeys and all that stuff. Yeah. But um, I don't like turkey in general. I like meat, uh, and I don't, um, I personally, uh, it's probably because I'm ignorant. Um, I, don't, I don't feel bad for the turkeys. Yeah, I think meat is like a, the less you know the better you can feel about it thing yeah but like i was that bitch when i was in like eighth grade and i watched one of those documentary documentaries and i was like i'm a vegetarian now and then i stayed a vegetarian for five years <laughs> yeah i um yeah. yeah it's uh yeah i just i don't know it but uh what would you grade it turkey though yeah i don't really like turkey that much I don't see this is turkey. So like if I graded it Thanksgiving turkey, right? <laughs> it'd be like, oh, turkey with all the Thanksgiving stuff, which I haven't had for a long time. Well, sure, but, but it's like holistic. So that's hol- included kind of. Yeah. But the thing is, so is cold cuts. <laughs> if it was just, <laughs> just a Thanksgiving turkey, <laughs> I fucking hate cold cuts like a motherfucker. Okay. Well, I don't know what your problem is with cold cuts. I, there's something about it I just don't like. I just don't like that shit. I don't like that shit. Okay. Anyway, like, um, <laughs> so if I had to, like, do, like, turkey in... Okay, what if it was turkey minus the cold cuts? So cold cuts were not included? No, I, I can't do everything. that. Look, we well, I just want to know. I just okay. want to know the differences. I, I want to see how I'll much you hate cold you. cuts. <laughs> I'll tell you. Okay. Okay. So let's say turkey, but just Thanksgiving turkey. I would probably give that a straight up. It's been a long time right but that stuff is good to my what i remember i used to like put it in with the with the rolls and potato and like all together mm, yeah yeah that stuff is good i would give that i give that probably like oh i don't want to give it any i'm gonna give it a b plus i'll probably give that a b plus that's you know? good though yeah it's good it was anything like a tier yeah. at all is mm-hmm. good <laughs> yeah like i actually thought about giving it a tier anything you know a a, anything you know and you know it got consideration that's impressive it got consideration that's great honorable mention really with the cold cuts how much does that knock it down (laughs) if it now turkey holistically yeah um see like besides thanksgiving it's like (laughs) what does turkey really bring to the table not much for me um i'm gonna say overall turkey when i just think about it i'm honest i'd probably say like a c <laughs> to a c yeah i'd probably give it a c like i couldn't give it a b minus like nah i just look remember when we went camping and we smelled the turkey all like the uh whatever it was it was turkey or ham and it was like the meat and like we left it out in the cooler um oh yeah that was turkey and ham oh i don't want to think about that yeah and i'm like you (laughs) cold cuts in general yeah rotting sandwich meat 
that has been sitting out in a cooler in a hot car all day. Yeah, that's nasty. That's but nasty. you can't hold it against turkey. Look, here's the thing, though. When I uh, was growing up and I had turkey with cold cuts, like with like crackers and cheese and shit, I remember people would give me that shit. Like it's a fucking Lunchable, but like not real Lunchables because I couldn't afford that shit. <laughs> That's a move. Your <laughs> parents are like, here's some crackers, make your own. Look, I wish it was my parents giving me this stuff. I just took it from random street. <laughs> we don't need to talk about this. <laughs> anyway, turkey never tasted good. <laughs> okay. I would get, yeah, it's a C. It's a C and I'm keeping it there and fuck that okay i mean that's yeah that's not far from my rating but i think i like it more it's just the fact that it's a meat yeah because if we're talking about like tofu turkey that's that's pretty high for me i like turkey bacon i like turkey bacon too turkey bacon is good but also if, i don't fuck with pork yeah, so. turkey bacon is like so like i said thanksgiving like a b plus turkey bacon like a b <laughs> it's like ooh. Yeah. it's like wow these guys are cool why are they in the same family yeah, I like turkey bacon, but that would also just be a B minus for me. Okay, so within this holiday of turkeys and the bacon's, but not the bacon's, mostly the turkeys. Um, there's this conception of gratitude and <laughs> thankfulness. Okay, and that's kind of what I wanted to talk about, right? I wanted to talk about what is gratitude what it can do for us, like maybe stories or anything we've seen with gratitude, you know, and I just kind of want to melt the conception of like thankfulness and gratitude and really just like the whole point of what I see like Thanksgiving, like the good part of Thanksgiving that like the best part of Thanksgiving, in my opinion. Yeah. It's not really, I mean, maybe it's the food for some people, maybe it's the family relations or friend relations, but I feel like for me, the principle of thankfulness and gratitude of what's going on around you um the fact that it's called thanksgiving you know um means a lot and i think that's kind of what i wanted to focus on um as we're talking about this stuff you know maybe like not specifically counting our specific gratitudes or blessings or whatever (laughs) you know however you want to count them um but like kind of talking about you Oh, I'm <laughs> grateful for you too. Um, maybe we'll do something like that, you know, just like a few things we're grateful for, even though it's the pandemic times. <laughs> Insert heavy breathing. <laughs> just, uh. um, hey, there's still lots to be grateful for. Oh, there's tons. Um, anyways, so how about let's start off with like, Okay, everybody knows what gratitude is, yeah? Or should we start off with a definition? Yeah, I mean, doesn't hurt. I feel like sometimes it's almost like the more simpler, the more simpler, the simpler words Better? that need defining. Mm-hmm. Um, let me go ahead and look that up. Yeah, then we'll see if I agree and see if we're talking about that type of gratitude or not. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so it says that gratitude is the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for, appreciation for, (laughs) my words are hard today, um, and to return kindness. So I think that's a pretty apt definition. Yeah, I think so. And it's okay. You know, I'm always having problem with words. Words are hard. (laughs) Words are hard, but that's okay. 
as long as people get the message, that's all that matters, <laughs> right? In yeah. the end. So, Masami, let's bring it down to us personally. Like, what is gratitude to you? What do you think? Do you have, like, is your definition of gratitude, like, the same as that? Um, or do you have anything else you want to add to that? I mean, I think that definition was pretty succinct. You know, I feel like it really is about, like, taking the time to be thoughtful about the things that you are thankful for, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, yeah, I like the little bit about, like, be, like be the willingness to, like, return kindness. I think that's, like, a cool bit of it, although that didn't immediately come to my mind, but that's a cool part of the definition. But, yeah, I don't think I have anything, like, additional to add that I think is, like, central to what I think gratitude is. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um... I don't know if I would add anything to that definition, but I do want to say, like, when I think of, like, I want to talk about how important I personally think gratitude is, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, every day, um, me and Masami, we try to, we try to talk about, like, one thing we're grateful for at least that day mm-hmm. with each other. And a person we're grateful for that day, whether or not we interacted with them. And, like, I think, like, looking and reflecting in your life is very important. And, like, noticing those things. Like, and not just doing it once. Like, we do that and we, like, check in with each other. But I think, like, trying to do it as often as you can. Yeah, I think it's important to do it mindfully, you know. Because I think, like, as your day goes on, like, I'm sure you'll notice things that you're grateful for. But maybe you're not, like really giving it the due attention that it might deserve and it's really easy to get caught up in all the other things that are happening in your life and so I really appreciate the way that we do it where it's just like okay like it's time now like what are you grateful for today and then you're like having to sit and like sift through the things that were good and then pick something and I think that really like helps shift our frame of mind and especially for me like I am the epitome of a negative Nancy and so it's a really good opportunity for me to stop and think about the good things. Mm -hmm. Have you seen, like, w- within your life, have you seen, like, differences or anything like that when you try to look at the things you're grateful for versus times in your life when you don't look at, for those things? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I feel like generally, like, my outlook is a little bit less cloudy <laughs> um, just because, like, like I said, I'm the epitome of a negative Nancy, as you are very aware. Um, I think you're great. <laughs> I think you're a ray of sunshine and everybody else who meets me is like, why is this girl thunderstorms? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but yeah, I think it just helps ground me a little bit, you know? Like, I think it's really easy for me to just get carried away in all the things that are stressful and bad. And I think it's grounding, you know? Like, yeah. it helps me stay down to earth and think about like, okay, like, you catastrophize, but it's really not that bad, Masami. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. I think I have a similar experience. Like, grounding is such a good word for that. Um, I've noticed such stark differences in my life. You know, like, for me, it's always felt really, really apparent. Because, like, I get irritable. Like, it doesn't happen all at once, right? Just, like, if you started, like, looking for things to be grateful for, it's not like you're going to feel all happy all at once. And it's, like, vice versa. It's, like, a compounding effect. Mm -hmm. It's, like, as you continue to do it, you start to feel better. Yeah. And I feel like in my life when I've done these things, like, I've noticed stark differences, like, where I'm like, oh, shit, like, um, (laughs) I'm so grateful that, like, 
I like hit like mostly green lights on my way home. Like you don't notice these things. You don't notice little things if you're going through your normal life. Like you don't notice when like someone um, like stops out of their way to let you keep walking or like (laughs) one time my thing was that guy who just let me merge in traffic when nobody else would and he like probably doesn't even remember me but i'm like i love that guy he was awesome (laughs) yeah exactly you don't like like first of all that brings me to two thoughts you Uh don't know the things you do and the impact they're gonna make on somebody Mm -hmm. but second is like the 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 idea of like you don't notice these things. You really don't. If you're not looking for things to be grateful for, it's so easy to be mad and irritable at everyone and everything and think like, um, like, crap, like, I hit another red light again, you know, even though yeah. if you looked and kept track of all the lights you hit, it wouldn't be that much. Yeah. Or like, you're like, shit, I forgot this assignment, you know, and like, you're just, it's so easy to like build up and feel angry. Um, at least for me, this is my natural instinct is to get mad at everything for some reason. <laughs> but um, when I'm like looking for things to be grateful for, it's so amazing to like notice such little details in your life that you never, like I never noticed before, you know, mm-hmm. and that's that's helped me tremendously to have a positive outlook on my life. Yeah, I think so too. And like, it's almost like hippy dippy to be like, oh, wow, like, just think about the positive things. But like, it really is very empowering to think about like, just by attending to good things a little bit more consciously, you can actually like impact your life and your out like your mindset. Um, I don't know if you're interested in hearing, but I do have a cool article about this that yeah, I yeah, thought was really interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, quick plug for this, I guess. So um, there is a center from Berkeley that's called the Greater Good Science Center. And they publish an article called How Gratitude Changes You in Your Brain. Um, and this was published in 2017. And basically, like, what this talks about is how, like, there's a bunch of different studies that show that um, people who consciously count their blessings tend to be happier and show less um, depressed symptoms. Um, And the problem that we find with a lot of these kinds of studies is that they tend to focus on people who are already relatively mentally healthy. Um, But what this study focuses on, which I think is really great, is that they looked at people who were seeking mental health counseling. And so they weren't people who were naturally having a pretty sunny outlook. They were people who were struggling, right? Um, And what they found is that um, compared with the participants who wrote about negative experiences or only received counseling... Those who wrote gratitude letters reported significantly better mental health four weeks and 12 weeks after their writing exercise ended. Um, And this suggests that gratitude writing can be beneficial not just for healthy, well-adjusted individuals, but also for those who struggle with mental health concerns. Um, And then this article kind of goes on to break down um, why this might be. And so the first one is that gratitude unshackles us from toxic emotions. So it's kind of like what you were saying, where like, it gives you time to consciously attend to the things that are good, you know, instead of just constantly like stewing in all of the bad things that are going on in your life, right? Yeah. Starts to switch up your vibe. Exactly. Exactly. And then the second one is that gratitude gratitude helps even if you don't share it. So this is also really great because like you don't necessarily need to be talking to your partner about it. You don't even need to vocalize what you're grateful for, but just sitting with yourself 
and mindfully attending to it. Like you could just write it down. You could think it to yourself, just like set apart like five minutes and just reflect on your day and think about, okay, like I'm grateful that this thing happened or I'm grateful that I had this experience and that'll really help you, you know, like even if it doesn't seem monumental, it's a compounding effect, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, third, um, this kind of goes along with the compounding effect thing, but gratitude's benefits take time. Um, in this article, it notes that it's important to note that the mental health benefits of gratitude writing in our study did not emerge immediately, but gradually accrued over time. Um, and that just means that it's something that you need to consciously attend to and keep doing for it to have effects, but ultimately it does. And I think it's really just something to be patient with. And then lastly, like gratitude has lasting effects on the brain. So this study found that about three months after the psychotherapy sessions began, um, they took a look at some of the people who wrote gratitude letters and compared them to those of you who didn't, to those who didn't write anything. Um, and they wanted to know if their brains were processing information differently. And according to an fMRI scanner measure, um, yeah, apparently there were differences and, um, sorry, I'm just like skimming this, but, um, those who wrote the gratitude letter showed greater activation in the medial prefrontal cortex when they experienced gratitude in the fMRI scanner. So it literally changes the way that your brain functions. And I think that's really empowering to know that like something as small as just attending to happy things throughout your day can literally change how your brain is functioning. Yeah. And like for somebody who's maybe not neurotypical, which I can really do, I think that's like a really actionable way to be like, okay, like maybe I can't do everything to help myself, but I can show gratitude. Yeah. I think it's, I remember I didn't, when I was a little bit younger and I didn't think like, I didn't think I could change the way I felt. Like I felt like it was out of my control to like think like, oh, you can just think happy thoughts and you'll feel happy, you know, or you can just smile and you'll feel happy or whatever, you know, like. Fun fact, um, you actually can do that. I know. And like. It's crazy. And like. I didn't believe that stuff, but I promise if you actually try this stuff, it's mind-blowing, like, the amazing, like, yeah, you're just, like, if you're not attending to all these negative thoughts, you know, and you're, like, shifting through the, your, your shit life to find your diamonds, okay, (laughs) um, you'll find them. Yeah, even if it's something as simple as somebody letting you merge when nobody else would. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, you uh, you kind of mentioned in the article um, gratitude writing. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to explain what that is a little bit? Yeah, so I believe within the scope of their study, instead of having them, like, talk about it or whatever, they just had people have, like, basically, like, a gratitude journal. So it's just, like, writing down, like, what you're this is what I'm for. grateful for. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, pretty self-explanatory, just writing yeah, what you're grateful for. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I didn't, to be fair, I did not read the article in its entirety, but. Mm-hmm. That makes sense Strategic to me, sca- skimming. <laughs> I think that makes sense, though. Um, to anybody who maybe is having a tough time because maybe you're similar to a lot of people and 
you feel bummed out around this time of year or you, everybody got to sads you got the seasonal affective disorder it's real it's okay we all experience it not all of us but like i feel you okay <laughs> yeah you're not alone you know try try doing this gratitude thing you know i can't say it'll solve all your problems i can't say it's gonna make you the happiest person ever oh it's yeah gonna... it's not that's not the answer yeah <laughs> like... it's not the answer do all be all if you're having a lot of crazy things you know yeah. we're not therapists yeah. But, no one thing will be the answer. Yeah. But small things can help. Yeah. Small things will build up to it. Yeah. And I think, like, it's not out of your control to try to take control of where your thoughts go and um, the vibes you give off and the vibes you feel. Sorry. that's the be- Those are the best words I can use for it because that's how I feel. Because <laughs> that's uh, how I feel. Um, yeah. I mean, it's almost like mindfulness mindfulness meditation it's like i know that also sounds hippy dippy but like there's a lot of research that shows that mindfulness meditation has the same effects as um like ongoing like pharmaceutical treatment for a lot of like disorders like seasonal affective disorder or just generalized depression and that kind of stuff um and really like all um mindfulness meditation is is like taking the time to be present and really focusing on what your current experience is And I think, like, that really ties into, like, the practice of gratitude because, like, when something good happens, like, just pause for a second and be like, wow, like, how did that feel? It feels good that somebody noticed my cool new shoes today. It feels good that somebody praised my perfectly worded email today, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, I think we don't take enough time to really celebrate those kinds of successes, but there's a lot of research to back that it's really important that you do. Yeah, I think... That's important. You know, I think like try to look throughout your week or your Thanksgiving or whatever. You don't even need to like write it down. (laughs) You know, you can just reflect for yourself. And I can promise that it will make some kind of a difference. At least it's made a difference for me. And I, I, I really believe it can make a difference for anybody. Yeah, just if you actually press try. pause. Yeah, press pause. You're not alone. And if you're like, you know, if you're kind of like how I was and you don't believe that that stuff is real, <laughs> that fool, just try it, okay? Just try it. That's it. Just try it. Yeah, you have nothing to lose, you know? Yeah. And if you're embarrassed by maybe you think this stuff is like hippy-dippy, you don't believe this stuff, you know? Man, fool, nobody got to know. Nobody got to know what you're doing or what you're grateful for, it's okay? It's little secret. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nobody got to know you're a little nerd on the inside, okay? That's cool. <laughs> you want to be, you want to, you want to try to be as healthy as you can mentally? Hey, that should be good for yeah. you. There's no shame in self-improvement. And I think yeah. in some circles, it's, yeah, it is kind of like hippy-dippy. Like, oh, like, why would I do that? But like, there's no shame in trying to be and do better. Yeah. But if you're like me, you know, you don't need to be telling no other fools. It's, it's all good. It's all good. You know, you just <laughs> keep it between you. And then if another person comes up to you and asks, hey, why are you so happy? You let them know the things you've learned, you know, things you do. Anyway, is there anything else you have to say about gratitude, possibly? Um, not particularly. Um, obviously, this is not just a Thanksgiving thing. Mm-hmm. And I hope that this will translate far beyond that. Yeah, I hope so. And I'm really grateful that it's a practice that 
you and I do every day because yeah it really has changed a lot of my outlook because like yeah yeah it's good to think about the okay things (laughs) yeah I think it's um I hope it's really clear that the leadership um characteristics collaboration gratitude that we've talked about today though we looked into it through the lens of thanksgiving i hope other people can see that these aspects also apply within everyday life mm-hmm. um before we end off what's something you learned this week Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. You weren't ready for that test. It's been a long time, huh? You forgot we do that. Yeah, I forgot. I don't know. I don't know how to podcast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Luckily, it's new enough. Nobody really does know how to podcast. <laughs> okay, how about you share your learning and I'll think online. What did I learn today? Or this week? This week? I learned literally just now. I learned this. Like, this is, this is literally my thing. I learned the symbolism of everybody coming together. <laughs> through thanksgiving in order to collaborate i thought that was so freaking cool but okay if that don't count right um uh um somebody i work with um he's kind of like a mentor figure like i just kind of talked to him and stuff and he was like a traveling sage like (laughs) not really but like man this guy had some fucking crazy words of wisdom his name is o'neill he was really cool. I and love that you're he, just naming him on the podcast. Well, uh, I'm thinking about dropping his Instagram, but then it's like, oh, yeah. Once we get, like, if we get more people I don't listening. don't love that. <laughs> wait, is that not okay? He kind of, like, plugs it for other people. That's why. Is I that not okay? I don't love it. Okay. Then you know I what my job it. is. You know how, yeah. We'll talk about I won't about do this. it. I won't do it. I won't do it. Okay. But anyways, this guy's really cool. He, I feel like I learned a lot from like talking to him mm-hmm. and i hope i can keep learning because like it was really cool to hear like anyways he dropped a couple bombshells for me that like i felt like i'm really young and i'm going through a lot of stuff in my life and like he just had a lot of experience and words to share with me that really made me feel comforted in my in my position where i'm in right now one of the things he said that was um that like um that meant a lot to me um was a quote um and i think i don't i don't know where it's from but he shared this with me and this was the first time i heard it and it goes like if you want for nothing you have it all and like I don't know, that made a, that kind of, that kind of goes with, like, the whole Thanksgiving thing. Anyways, if you're, like, grateful and stuff, you're not wanting for other things. Anyways, um, but it was, it, it was kind of mind-blowing for me. There was a lot of stuff that I learned, um, from this guy, but, like, this was one of the things that, like, meant a lot to me because it's, like, the, the idea of, like, oh, shoot, if I don't want for, like, other things then i do have it all you know like if i'm not just wanting and wanting and getting gluttonous with it getting what is that called when you just want things um i'm not sure what a really good word is but it like in my mind it's like almost like consumeristic because i feel like our hmm. 
our society is very much like that. But I feel like it goes beyond material things that you're buying, right? It's like... I, I I feel like one of the seven deadly sins is this. It's a, like greed, 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 greed. I mean, greed, envy, consuming, consuming to want. It's almost like design. a hunger, you know. Yeah, like um, like you're, yeah, like gluttony. Yeah. Like gluttony and greed together. <laughs> Anyways, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. And like, I don't know, that just like. I don't know. It made me reflect on a lot of things. I think it's really easy to say, like, I mean, it's it's probably, <laughs> it's hard, especially, like, as a young person to hear, like, bro, don't want for things, you know? And be like, dude, money will come, you know, just, like, chill. But it's, like, like, to not desire to want other things, I feel like that is, like, it's, it's so easily depicted through so many things that, like, yeah for some reason end game is to have things and like this was a really cool learning experience for me to be like stop reflect and be like are the things i'm doing reflecting like is that what's more like what's more important to me mm-hmm. and it made me really happy because like i really do want to just keep learning that's like the one thing i think i really want to i want and mm-hmm. like I, it made me really grateful that we have this podcast and that's something I learned, you know, like knowledge is what I want. Um, that's what I yearn for, I think. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And like, I think like you brought up that quote a couple times this week and I can really see that it like hit somewhere deep for you, you know? And like, I think that's really something that we can all kind of take into account and try and think about, you know, like mm-hmm. let's just pause and like appreciate what we do have, you know? Cause mm-hmm. I think a lot of that is kind of about gratitude, you know? Mm -hmm. And obviously, like, that's not to say, like, I think that's also kind of a privileged thing where, like, if your basic human needs aren't being met, then, like, it's kind of hard to not want for anything. But, like, beyond that, you know, I think it's important to, yeah, pause. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Gosh, I'm trying to think what my learnings are still. Mine are just, like, ugh. I feel like... It could be anything. It could be, like, hey, I learned um, two plus two this week. (laughs) Okay, well, I have, like, two half ideas, so. Okay. One of them is, like, just, like, a dumb work thing, which I'll get to, which I feel like a lot of my learnings are, but anyway. My first one, I'll go with this, because it's a little bit deeper, and it's a little bit more thought-provoking, which I think has also been something that, while you've been thinking about those kinds of things, I've been thinking about this, you know? And it kind of goes hand-in-hand, where, like, I'm really at a point with, like, my job and my career and, yeah, just my life. I feel like I'm so old, you know, but I'm so young. And, like, I feel like I'm just ready to make very abrupt changes. Um, Because, like, right now, um, like, I work in the private sphere and I make an okay amount of money. But I'm really realizing that I would much rather make less money and do something that I think matters. And I don't think this is a learning necessarily, but it's something that is, like, really concretely materializing itself for me because, like... I'm ready to do things that I care about and that I think matter because that's where my values are. And I'm going to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I have a lot of changes coming for me because I want to live those kinds of values. And I think, like, yeah, that's really just been, like, solidified for me this week. My second learning is probably, po- like, common knowledge, but I did not know this this week, which is shameful considering what I do. But, um, 
Fun fact, marriage and death certificates are public record. Anybody can access them. I didn't know that. Marriage and death certificates? Yeah. So like if you know where somebody, <laughs> this is creepy for, I'm not going to say what I do. But anyway, if you know where, like the county that somebody was married in or died in, you can like view all of their records. It's public record. How weird is that? Like I know like state by state, there's different regulations as to like who can request what records, but they're public. You can just search them. It's real creepy. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that tidbit of creepiness. I appreciate <laughs> it. That's great. Yeah, I didn't know that, but I talked to my roommate after I figured that that out, and they were just like, you didn't know that? Duh, of course they're public. And I was like, well, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, Masami, what do we talk about this week? A little spark note version for all the people who just skipped to the end right here. <laughs> we still love you guys, too. Turkey. Yeah. <laughs> turkey that's all we talked about for only, a fucking yeah, hour we only turkey, talked about turkey, turkey, yeah turkey, we only turkey. talked about turkey <laughs> turkey uh, glazed turkey we just named turkey. everything that you can make with turkey <laughs> ham turkey ham turkey <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah we talked about turkey we talked about um the principles of collaboration giving thanks Gratitude, the effects of gratitude. A little bit about leadership. A little bit of little little bit about leadership. Um, a little bit of our own weird Thanksgiving things and mm-hmm. how the heart is the leader. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You're like the obscure. leader is the heart. <laughs> no, the heart is the leader. The heart is the leader. <laughs> My heart leads me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Hopefully, everybody paid attention to our weird mixed-up conversation. Yeah, my spark notes suck. Sorry, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I think they. Were I am great. not spark notes. <laughs> I think they were great. I wouldn't have. I, I wouldn't have really added anything else. <laughs> um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to say before we say goodbye? I love you. I love you too. <laughs> okay, we just want to encourage you all to hopefully uh, look for those things you're grateful for. Yeah, take a pause. Yeah, and we want you to know we're grateful for you, and keep it growing. Peace. <laughs>